What is good, everybody? It's your boy Sherman of Bad Back here bringing you another fantastic episode of What's the Word Entertainment. Uh, good to see you as always, sir. We got another returning guest, my man DB. Good to see you as always, live from Florida. Glad you're back with us. Glad to be alive, uh, adjusting the margins, trying to get these numbers up. <laughs> I feel you, sir. I feel you. Well, guys, let's just get right into it. So we got a lot of uh, things to cover this week. We're going to start off with some uh, some college football news. Uh, if you guys saw, uh, Clemson head coach Dabo Sweeney got a brand new record deal, 10 years, $93 million, which ties Nick Saban's average, 9.3 a year. Yeah, he's definitely going to be making it rain in the clubs out in uh, – South Carolina over there. So, I mean, but now, like I said, he's tied with Saban for his average. Is he as good, if not better than Saban? I'll start with you, Dave, just because you're the guest oh. to speak. Okay. <laughs> is, is Dabo, so. I mean, he, I mean, look at him, he's got two titles in the last four years against Saban. So, I mean, I, I still think Saban's the leader in the college football ranks, but has Dabo earned that right to be in that conversation? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. No, no. <laughs> Nick Saban, to me, it's going to sound crazy. This is why you bring me on your platform. Uh, To me, Nick Saban is the best football coach coaching right now across the board. And I say that because with him, his roster changes every single year. Previously to getting Tua, um, he was winning national championships with mediocre talent at the quarterback position. In the SEC. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, every year he was losing somebody on his coaching staff, whether it be a Kirby Smart, whether it be a Lane Kiffin. So -hmm. if you look at him and then you look at somebody like everybody's going to say Belichick. Belichick has coached and played with probably about eight Hall of Famers. You know, so it's like for me, I look at what Nick Saban is doing every year, getting the best talent, molding them. And now we're in an era in college football where if players who are five-star recruits don't feel like they're getting their time, they're moving on to different situations. So there's a number of different things that I think give him the edge on why he is uh, the best coach. Because this is a system that's in place there that he's the best college football coach of all time. So Kirby Smart, I mean, uh, not Kirby Smart, uh, Dabo, yeah, I mean, he's it's, it's the hot program right now. But, you know, in terms of just the body of work, you can't even put them in the same sentence. Uh, I mean, Obed, any counterpoint to that? I mean, do you do agree or disagree at all? So I definitely agree that uh, Davo's Davo's been coaching fantastically over this last five, at least four or five year run. Like it takes takes a couple years to get your program set, and then you start putting guys through the program, and the program will produce based on if the matching skills to the players you have come in, and they take in the coaching, whatever, what have you, all kinds of things that we can't even enumerate right now. Um, I think Nick Saban has shown that he can take a product that he had when he was at LSU, that he's had now at Alabama, uh, that maybe some players, uh, whoever that offensive lineman he may cry, the Miami Dolphins, I guess, wasn't down for the program. But <laughs> but it, it, it seems like Nick Saban's got, got a system. It works, right? And all of this is a system. It's however those players play within it, right? Some guys can look great in the West Coast offense and look terrible at something that's run first. Uh, so, yeah, I have to agree. I, now, Belichick playing with Hall of Famers, I think you you can't discredit him for having Hall of Famers. I think it's more so what does that player do? What does that individual do with generational talent, right? What was uh, Jeff Fisher doing with the same exact roster that ended up being first in the NFC West and 12 wins when he left, right? Like, it's what does that coach bring to the table with the players that they have? Because if he was getting top-tier talent and wasn't doing anything with it, he'd be like, damn, 
like what good is, is Bill Belichick really bringing to the table if mm-hmm. he can't mold these guys and get them to the next level, which is what a, a coach like Nick Saban is doing. Nick Saban is making these guys are going to the next level after winning. Like he's at games in the fourth quarter trying to keep guys head in the game because they're already winning by so much. Right. Like that's the kind of talent that he plays with. I don't even think uh, my bad. I'll, I'll I, I mean, that, but I mean, question. No, 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 you're, you're good. No, what I was, I was going to say is really just Clemson. Yeah. I mean, Dabo has done a terrific job of turning that program around because for quite a long time, they were very, a mid-level mediocre team, you know, had high expectations always going in, coming in, you know, the top 10 team in the, in the, uh, in the rankings going to in the preseason rankings, always feels it out towards the end, but you got to give credit to that, de- that defense. You know, um, I think Frank Venables has done a great job there. Uh, he's leading that, you know, that, that D line. And we like said it even before the whole four of the D linemen got drafted, you know, to the NFL, you know, they're a t- top tier talent there, but Dabo has really done a great job of bringing out his guys. And now he's got a leader in Trevor Lawrence, under center that can really, really thrive. I mean, obviously he had before he had Deshaun Watson. So it's almost like, you know, he's getting that top tier talent. I still th- going to go with Dave. Sherman. Sherman. What's up? Sherman. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Every once in a while, you'll have once in a lifetime kind of guys that change your program. Deshaun Watson was the, the guy that changed yeah. Clemson's recent history. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Trevor yeah. Lawrence? You, no, you get a Deshaun Watson in there. To lead that team, I think, you know, but what? Yes, absolutely right. Tre- the Watson definitely changed that program, you know, but uh, <laughs> I think Dabo is getting the guys. Now, Clemson is slowly become, is becoming that school that everyone one wants to go to. Now, it was always Alabama. It was Florida even before yeah. when, um, State. you know, you know, Florida State, you know, when Jimbo Fisher was there, Florida before when Urban Meyer was there, you know, so Clemson is becoming that school where I think kids do want to say, this is the program where I can win. Cause that's it's in cycles. It's in cycles. And especially now uh, with Clemson, with, with what they have going on with Lawrence and them beating Alabama, mm-hmm. you know, but for college football, you know, you're dealing with 18 year old kids. So it's a very fickle situation and year yeah. in and year out things are, you know, uh, are, are different. So Dabble's definitely worth the money. Dabble's definitely worth the money. What's that? What are you saying, Ben? I'm saying it. I think college football is fickle because you're dealing with a 65 year old white man. I don't know if it's 18 year old kids. Mm, Well, hello there. Yeah, <laughs> just got a little, little shading here, you know. All right, <laughs> it, was a, it was a it was sunny with a chance of shade, I guess. I didn't know. No one gave me the other report. Well, you know, you know, you know. We won't we won't go that route too too far. <laughs> he's definitely worth the money, but he's you know, bottom line, he's not in the category of Nick Saban. Nick Saban's the best coach in college football uh, in modern day history. And nobody's stopping his train. It's just it's very hard to win the national championship every year. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he always just seems to be in the conversation, uh, no matter what level uh, quarterback play he has. So for me, yeah. that, that's a big deal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, moving, moving on, let's get right into the NBA. Uh, first Uh-oh. topic I wanted to talk about here. I don't know if you guys <laughs> saw the clip or not. Your boy oh, Kendrick Perkins had some had the audacity to compare Kawhi Leonard to Michael Jordan. Now, don't, no disrespect to Kawhi. Kawhi is an elite player. He's a great, phenomenal player. Probably one of the best two-way players in the game. But let's let's be honest here. He's not he's not Jordan. He never will be Jordan. I mean, from certain comparisons, he's defensively strong. Yeah, we have to admit he's one of the best defenders in the league. You know, he has a great turnaround jumper game, you know. But other than that, I mean, he's, he doesn't have the athleticism Jordan has. He doesn't have this quickness that Jordan had. I don't think he has the, the, just a true j- jump shot that Jordan had either. So, 
I, I know, Dave. It seems like you're kind of hot on this one here. I think. Yeah. So let me let me let me go to you. Let me go to you first. Can, no. Can, we live. Are we live. We live. <laughs> no. I mean, that's just you know the whole. Uh, just leave the whole Jordan thing alone. He's the best of his era. Some people will say he's the best of all time, depending on what your flavor is. You know, but Kendrick Perkins. You have to give respect to people who have been in the league as long as he is. But to make a comment like that, just you can't really pay attention to that. You know, I think it's <laughs> it's ridiculous. You know, once, you know, Kawhi Leonard is definitely a top five player in the NBA. I would definitely like to, to see him win a championship on his own or be the guy who helps win, you know, right. especially with the East the way it is. You know, so it's uh, that, that's absurd for him to say that Kendrick Perkins <laughs> should probably not be playing in the NBA anymore. Well, I and don't think he is if he's playing anymore. I got to respect the rookie <laughs> reporter uh, journalist that wouldn't even took down that question and asked him that, you know. Uh, well, that, this was on, I believe this was on, yeah. uh, this was on, uh, on ESPN Get yeah, Up. They're at the desk. Yeah. They're at the desk. This was, this was on, what was the term I want to use? Unprovoked. This is unprovoked. This he came up with his own volition. Perkins yeah. came up with this one on, on his very own. Yeah. So, That's why there's editing and usually like a right. delay button. And the delay button should have been hit on this one. <laughs> <laughs> someone, 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 he should have gotten pulled. Uh, he should have gotten pulled for a reliever. Should have sent in a relief pitcher and put him, him <laughs> Come on, get him out the game. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, uh, let's talk about the playoffs. As we, of course, know, playoffs are fully on the way. <laughs> yes, yeah, about playoffs here. Mm, uh, yeah. First, just to recap quickly in the first round, the Bucks swept the Pistons easily. I mean, that was a no-brainer. I think both called that you, one. Yeah, you called that both, one. Both called that one. Celtics swept past the Pacers. I mean, without mm-hmm. Oladipo, they didn't have a chance. I think we said that too, Obed. Um, Toronto got past the Orlando 4-1. Sixers took down the Nets 4-1. I was very surprised. The, the Nets played well. The Nets played surprisingly very well against the Sixers. Before, Good young talent. Yeah, young very, I would say young, inexperienced talent. D'Angelo Russell literally led that team, you know, first-time All-Star. I, I think they played well. Um, you know, and Brooklyn's got some a lot of cap space going into next season. They're trying to – I think they can sign – definitely sign at least one max player, maybe even two. Um, I don't know. Brooklyn seems like – I mean, it's New York, so Brooklyn could be a place where uh, players do want to go. Yeah. I mean, I know the Mecca, it's, it's the Garden playing with the Knicks. I get that. But it's still it's still New York, you know. Um I, I, you know, I know you're shaking. <laughs> no, the winning matters right now. Winning matters right now. Yeah, the organization's not great. I get that, but be able to sign a max contract, and if you if you can come with another superstar, it might not be that bad of a place to go. That's all I'm gonna say. Rockets beat the Jazz four one, and um, I don't. Know if, and I'm sure you guys saw by now the Blazers on top of the Thunder with with Damian Lillard's epic buzzer beater from what 37 feet away. Come on, like. <laughs> Two he was on the turnpike. <laughs> it's not even that. It's the ice grill face that he had Yo, in live time. Like, Stone Cold Steve Austin in it. Come on, man. Yo. No, Stone Cold even said, you know what? This is a little bit much for me. Oh, my goodness. Lillard's shot. I mean, he just pulled up right over PG, crossed him over, and then threw it up. I mean... PG, I don't know if you saw the uh, press conference. PG was like, "Oh, that's a bad shot." Come on, PG, you 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 mad about it? 
yeah. he mad about it. Like, no, no, it's not a high. It's, it's not a high. It's definitely, it's definitely a low percentage shot. But he yeah, did hit that and shot. And you know what, Paul George, Paul George would have been crucified had he fouled him. And mm-hmm. then, you know, he goes there and shoots the three-point, you know. So there's a level where he had the contest but not foul. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes it's a, a shot. Those things happen. It's now, not to take have, anything away from Dame Lillard, you know. Damian Lillard. They played that matchup for a while, and I didn't understand why you would want PG on Dame Lillard in that Blank. Blank. This is no different than uh, what was that? Uh, uh um, the coach, Daka, Austin Rivers against uh, that, uh, who was the, the center from uh, UNC? He hit a game winner, and it wasn't as, as deep as Damon Lillard either, but they literally had their tallest guy for length on uh, Austin Rivers in that game with Duke versus UNC, and he hit the shot. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I, I get where the, the idea is there, but. It, I can't it, crush Paul George for that, though. I mean, Lillard like, he, looked too comfortable. I, I, I don't think Paul George thought he was going to take it from that far out. I thought he thought Lillard who would? Be too high. I mean, who yeah, would? that's that's sure. Steph Curry range. To be honest, him and Steph Curry, are the only two people really going to take that shot. You know, to be honest, I mean, who's taking really taking thirty-seven footers? Let's be honest here. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, you know, it, besides, besides him and Steph, I have a good day sometimes. He had the hot hand, so I guess you respect guarding a hot hand. But I mean, that that's. That's one of those shots, and it's one of those. He was in a groove that night, and he's definitely proven himself to be one of the best players in the NBA. Um, and the crazy thing is, and this is what's weird about with the Damian and Lillard thing, especially with guys who play on the West Coast and if you're people who live on the uh, East Coast, is that you don't get to see them a lot. You have access to see them, but by the time I get home from work and they start playing at 10 o'clock, I don't get to see him as much as I would if he would be on the East Coast. Mm. Yeah. So now he's on a platform well, where he's... definitely one of the senior players in the league. He's a, he's a, he's so un, he's a, such an underrated... All- Not under- anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Not going to be able to hide out from under this one. Not exactly. anymore. So not going to be able to hide out from under this one. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean that was a nice cold grill under the camera is just going to be cemented. Do you guys think that was one of the best buzzer beaters of all time or game-winning shots, Obed? Uh, for me, it was. And I can't tell you which game it was, but it was the Lakers versus the Sacramento Kings. And who hit? Was it uh, Robert Ori? The ball bounced off the back of hit off of Lottie Devok's head. He turned yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I do this, right? I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. I, I, that's a good question to ask. And obviously, because it's fresh right now, most people could 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 say that. But Christian Leitner was pretty dope, you know. Yeah. Christian Leitner, the the the, the that pass. Yeah, yeah, there's so many. Even that Villanova game uh, in the front uh, and the uh, yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. Like you yeah, know, if you ask that question, if you you ask that question at that time, somebody might have said that, and you might not have been wrong for saying it. You know, yeah. So, True. I mean, to me, I mean, I have two, obviously, one comes to mind, especially I think you guys would know, MJ against oh, Saul Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not biased. He's not biased at all. Yeah, on, yeah not biased at all. Don't worry about it. Not biased. Um, uh, MJ over, yeah, over Russell, game six. And also, in 04, Derek Fisher over the Spurs with .4 seconds on the oh, clock. Catch and the, catch. the catch and shoot with .4 on the clock. In Game Five in the semifinal oh, semifinals, that what was, about Ray Allen? Hey, what about Ray Allen? Ray Allen's another one too against oh. the Spurs too. 
Yes, that comes to mind. I know more of a recent one. Yeah, but I, I definitely, you know, I think th this shot was good, but I don't think it's best ever. I don't think it's, I don't think it's there. It, it will go down in history, of course. I would say it might be one of the most clutch shots ever, you know. That was just so clutch, the way he just yeah, waved them off and everything. He just, said goodbye. Because <laughs> yeah. that ended the series. That ended the series. That shot ended yeah, the series. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So much for the Thunder being an elite team. Anyway, moving on. Also in the first round, the Warriors beat the Clippers four games. It took them six games. We won four to two. You know, Durant went up for 50 in that game six, but – I was kind of – I don't know if you got about you guys. I was shocked that it actually went six games. I thought this was going to be a sweep for sure. I, I, I don't – I mean, maybe even – excuse me, five games. But are, is there any level of concern that the Warriors should have going into the second round against the Rockets, DB, at all? Mm, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say concern. It's just, you know, this, this team's been together for a little bit now. And, you know, they lo they lost Cousins. Granted, he missed half of the season, but they were conditioned to make a playoff run with him. It's no longer there. So that, that's a big game changer. But they have Kevin Durant. They'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. I have a hard time seeing anybody uh, beating this team four games uh, to, to for this NBA season. I, I really do. Yeah. I mean, Obed, I mean, is – are the Warriors really should be should they really be concerned? You know, like like Dave said, without Boogie, he's gone. Clay's Curry both injured their ankles last week. You know they were questionable for today. They are playing today in the first game against the Rockets. But you know, is there really something to worry about that the fact that it took them six games to beat the eight seed Clippers? I mean, the yes and no. Right. Like just I still feel like fatigue is an issue for a team like that. That's, you know, played a lot of games together over the course of years and they probably know how they need to manage things. You know, maybe they're not at full strength for a game that they might lose, might could win. If they lose, they are ready to mitigate that that result. Um, I, I think that we're we're seeing a team that's been down the stretch so many times. They have to figure out how to get to the end of this thing the way that they know how, even though they're they're probably tired. People's minds are other places. I'm sure Clay Thompson thinking about a max contract somewhere. I'm sure Kevin Durant thinking about a max contract somewhere. This is this is going to be to me the best team management of a roster of amazing players that you're going to see in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're not as deep as they used to be as well. They don't have uh, some of the players that they used to have off the bench, so they have a thinner roster this yeah. year as compared to most years. Yeah, but I think they'll be all right. Of course. Um, also, the Nuggets beat the Spurs in, in seven games. Jokic, Jokic is a heck of a player, I must say. He, he's, he's, he's turning out to a great, great young. Even Jamal Murray, uh, the guard for, for the for the Nuggets, is turning out to a great player as well. Anyway, let's pick the second round winners really quick. Um, in the Eastern Conference, let's start there. 76ers and Raptors. Raptors won that game one. I'm gonna go Raptors in probably six games. I'm gonna I'm gonna give the 76ers the benefit of the doubt. I think the the 76ers are deep. Um, but you know, Kawhi is, is, is doing Kawhi things, you know, what he went for 45 and 11 in that first game, which was nice. Uh, Siakam had 29, but the Sixers starters, I mean, Butler only had 10 points, Simmons, 14, Obed, six, I mean, Embiid, 16, uh, eight and two, <laughs> 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 you know, and Embiid, zero blocks, zero mm. blocks for Embiid. Uh, mm -hmm. he's, he's got to be more of a defensive presence for them if they really want to contend. Um, Obed, Rap Raptors, Sixers, who are you picking to win this series? I'll give it to the Raptors. I agree with you in six. Um, I, I, you know, now I'm starting to wonder, like, what, what is 
MB's role with the team, right? Like, is he their big? Is he their big man? Is he their center down low? Like, you're telling me zero blocks. Like, where is he cleaning up on the defensive boards? Right. The comparison you're saying why we don't believe that uh, that that two way player is a reason why uh, someone like uh, James Harden couldn't be considered the best at his level because he doesn't give you anything on the defensive end, right? What is the biggest guy on the court giving you on the defensive end? Comparative to, I mean, I, hey, all these big dudes want to step outside and hit threes. All the, I, we have enough people on the court who are specializing in that, right? Like, what is that guy giving you? So, right. You know, right. I, I think if he steps up, it can make a difference, but I see the fact that Raptors taking it in six. DB, Raptors and Sixers, who you got? Well, you have to go with the Raptors. I think the, 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 the Sixers' issues is they have a very young nucleus, and then when you sprinkle in a midseason trade like Butler – you know, it makes it very difficult to gel. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and what's the kid's name? Uh, Simmons. He hasn't really developed yet as a all-around uh, basketball player from, like, his offensive game. Yeah, he's a nice facilitator, but people don't even respect his shooting ability. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, you know, it's... played well. He shot seven of eight, like I said, 14 points, nine boards, three assists. But I think you, his his game definitely needs to develop more. But I'll say this, Obed, you know, the, the thing is, the reason why you have a guy like Embiid playing the way he is playing is like the, the, the center, the traditional way that people played center back in the day is no longer there. The back to the basket, Olajuwon, that those days are done. Everybody's a hybrid. You know, Bosch, you know, Bosch, Love, all these guys started off down in the paint when they first came into the league and everything's kind of evolved to where, you know, they've been asked to do things that traditional guys don't do anymore. So... Kristaps Porzingis, I don't see him playing with the back to the basket the entire game. So, nor could he. He would get injured. As a matter of fact, he's starting to have these injuries now. Yeah. yeah so he didn't play at all this season, right? Yeah. I definitely go with you there. Um, next series, Celtics and Bucks. Celtics took that game one uh, today on the road in Milwaukee. Um, I, I think the Bucks. Yes, they're the number one seed. They had probably arguably the MVP and Giannis on their squad, uh, which Shouldn't I do. Think Giannis, I think Giannis will win the MVP. Shouldn't but be. Yeah, dude, he's having a phenomenal year. I mean, but he they didn't get much help at all today. I mean, uh, Giannis he had twenty two and eight. Chris Middleton had sixteen and ten. Other than that, you know, not much help at all from Lopez or Bledsoe. But the Celtics that def, you know had a good game. They're deep. You know, Horford went for twenty and eleven. Kyrie went for twenty six seven and eleven. Jay um, Brown nineteen points. Hayward off the bench with thirteen points. I'm I'm gonna go ball. Even though Boston's the four seed, you know, you. Even before the game started, I was going to say Boston. I'm going to go Boston in six. Um, maybe even f- – don't be surprised if it's five games. I oh. just think Milwaukee is very young, and they're too young to compete with a veteran team. Because if, if Giannis doesn't contribute enough, the Bucs can't win. Kyrie's the leader of that team, of the Celtics. If he doesn't contribute or he even doesn't play, the Celtics can still win. We saw it last year. They went to the Eastern Conference Finals without Kyrie and without Gordon Hayward. But the Bucs don't have Giannis putting up at at least 33 or 32 points and 12 boards a game and really facilitating. They're not. Sherman, if he's the MVP, he should be doing that. He should, yes. But if if he doesn't do that, they will not win. Uh, But yeah. Clearly. Yeah, I mean, so who do you got, Bucks or Celtics, Dave? And when the Celtics, game? because they're 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 battle tested. You know, Giannis right now is going through the whole playoff thing that most superstars go through. Uh, is going through the process of you know taking a few losses before you get to that next level. 
you know, and hopefully the organization is going to be able to put the pieces around him to be able to be successful. Right now, you know, you're dealing with the Kyrie Irving, a Boston team that was winning, as you said before, without him. Mm-hmm. Now you sprinkle him in the mix where he's healthy, and uh, you know everything's coming together. So they have experience. They have Horford. They have a number of different guys that have been battle tested, and even some of their younger guys mm-hmm. are battle tested. You know, taking the Cavs to a game seven, taking you know. The Bucks have to go through that process, and right now I don't think they have the pieces to go through. Uh, yeah, what they're I, about to go up to. Right, I'll bet Celtics and Bucks. Who are you picking in to win this one? Yeah, I mean, we talked about the Bucks not not really being deep enough, having that that experience to kind of go at go deep into the playoffs, and obviously made it to the next round. Um, I would have to go with the Celtics. I just it, like you said, Giannis needs to do he needs to be doing more if they want to see a lot more out of the rest of the team. They're just not going to get it. A guy like Sterling Brown paying 22 minutes and he gave you three points. You know, I, I don't know what he's asked to do. He only had three rebounds. Uh, it's, it, that's not going to get it done when you think that the Celtics have Horford, Tatum. You know, you're going to get what you get from Kyrie consistently, right? Hayward consistently. Um, it's just, it's definitely, it's not the, the Bucks year. I, you know, first team to 50 wins, right? They, they What they have up there is working right now. They just need to sprinkle some more on it, get some more experience, go through the lumps like Demi was talking about. But uh, I don't see them taking the Celtics out of this one. I'm yeah. sorry. If you're the MVP of the league, you got to at least get to the the, the your conference uh, finals, either it be Eastern or Western. You know, and if I, 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 I've with no LeBron this. out here, too. With no LeBron out here, too. Yeah, I, that's that. That's why I think Harden should get it. I, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if they gave it to Harden. I just think they will give it to Giannis. That's all I'm going to say. I um, understand that, but Giannis can't be catching, you know, uh, Tyson blows in the first, you know, in the second round if he's the MVP. I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry. If you're the MVP, we're talking about what? Each team carries, what, 10, 12 guys? Yeah, you know, if you're the MVP of the league, you should be able to, on your own, for the most part, be able to get your team, I mean, you know, sweep the first round off top of your talent. And in the second round, you know, be able to get through that. And you better be in that conference championship. If you're not, you can't be considered the MVP. Gotcha, gotcha. Moving on, the Western Conference uh, semifinals, as we say, no, Rockets and Warriors, that game is going on right now. I'm going to go Warriors. I'm going to go Warriors in seven. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think, uh, you know, being that, you know, Clay, Steph, you know, ankle injuries, you know, Warrior, the Rockets are deeper than they are. You know, Siakam's having a great, you know, I mean, excuse me, not Siakam. Um, Capella's is playing well this year. Harden, obviously, possible MVP, possibly. Um, I, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Warriors in seven. I mean, they're the, obviously they're the favorite, the number one seed for a reason. But I, I just think that Warriors – even though they're not as deep as they used to be, I still think with the home court advantage, Durant, Durant is going to be on a tear, and he will lead them back to the Western Conference Finals. Obed, Warriors and Rockets, who you got winning this series? I'll give the Warriors a five. Really? Yeah, I think uh, you can get what you want from Kevin Durant, and then if you just – any of the other two, right? Any, excuse, any of the other three, if you get two of those, you can get Clay. Most nights, and you can get a lot of Steph Curry. That nucleus between the three of them, even not having Boogie Cousins, I think can power them to through tight spots in games, and I think at least show that they have the prowess for this. It's going to be tight. There's going to be points scored out of the way, but I don't know if uh, the Houston Rockets have what it takes to go every night with the Warriors. 
And that that's just my personal opinion. Yeah, DB Rockets Warriors. Warriors. <clears throat> Warriors. I'd probably say in. I'll I, I'll be generous and say six. But it's just it's, what makes them so difficult is their runs. Like they just go on these runs that you just it's it's unbelievable. It just becomes an avalanche that you just can't. You can't withstand. Forget about Boogie Cousins. They didn't need him. No. You know, it, it, it's, it's just, you, you know, for the Houston, you know, they can be up by, you know, nine, ten points, and then all of a sudden Durant just starts to go off, and then they just, and Curry starts to go off. It's just the avalanche is just, it's just unbelievable how they're able to uh, shoot at that high level for that sustained period right. of time. Harden's going to have to, you know, really going to have to take over, you know, put up 40 a game if they want to contend. Chris no, Paul's, Chris Paul's got to step up. This is Chris Paul time. Getting all these commercials, doing all this fly stuff. You know, like, I need to see Chris Paul. One, I need to see him stay healthy through the playoffs. Absolutely. I mean, he, he's doing all this stuff. What has he done in his career right now up until this point? To He needs to be able to turn this thing around for them. It's not about Harden. Harden's been an MVP. Chris Paul's never been an MVP. If if Chris Paul if Chris Paul was on a team with more a few more shooters, he could. Just, I think he's he reminds me of a soccer player that I really like, Messi Ozil. And Ozil needs to be on a team with shooters. Those guys need to, and he could distribute to any single one of them. But if you're expecting him to take over in that kind of a sense, I I don't know if we'll ever truly see that from Chris Paul. Okay, so maybe the better question is: Is Chris Paul overrated? Hmm. What? That's very good. I mean, I still think he's an elite point guard. Uh, but I mean, everything's so skewed to to score. Let now, me ask right? you this like, right now, Sherman. Who would you rather have, Victor Oladipo or Chris Paul? I'm gonna say, woof. I, I mean, scoring <laughs> scoring the basketball wise. You just stuttered just, down there right now. I just, no, I just asked you a, a flat out question. You stuttered. I'm gonna say Chris Paul. I'm gonna say Chris Paul. This is moment. Scoring wise, Oladipo, yeah, but I don't need Chris Paul to score. I need him to facilitate and run the floor. And that's other. If I, I, can, I can have other scores, but I don't need Oladipo to score. He's not. I don't think he's as a good of a facilitator as CP3 is. Flat out. I mean, Obed, I, I don't know if you agree or disagree with me, but I, I don't think he's as good of a. Facilitator. I asked the question: Was he overrated? I want. I want Jason. I threw in a monkey wrench. I, I threw in a monkey Williams wrench with Miranda the Paris. I, I asked the question, was he overrated? Me? I don't know, man. I don't think he's – I still think he's a top player in the league. He needs to step up. But, yeah, you're right. I'll agree with you. He needs to step up. But he's been injured so much. No, he needs to be the reason why they're able to get to the next level. James Harden is a bona fide NBA all-star slash MVP. Like – Chris Paul has gotten them and helped them get to the point where they almost get to that point and he mm. gets hurt or whatever. Something happens to him. At this point in his career, he's not getting any younger. He can't put those injuries on him, though. You know what I mean? I, uh... Hey, the, 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 the first thing, uh, the first measurable, the first thing you want in the player is availability. Any, any skill set. The first skill set you want in the player is availability. And yeah. he, unfortunately, at the wrong times, has not been available to prove himself to be this stud that everybody I mean I'm not gonna take away from him but like I'm starting to get to the point where I think he's a little overrated man mm. yeah I, I would agree that there, there's a you're not getting out of him what you're hoping to get for the name recognition of the player but it depends to uh 
Sherman's point, it depends on what you need him to do out there because, I, you know, the, the league is so offensively minded, offensively leaning at this point that if you aren't able to, you know, give them 20 points a night at your position alongside the other work that you do, it's kind of hard to look at you and be like, well, what, do you, what have you done for me lately? You know what I mean? Like if your guy comes out here and drops, you know, 20 dimes, 25 dimes, does that make up that he only had 10, 15 points? You know, it's mm -hmm. it's tough to uh, to to look at how that plays out. But if that's what the role that he plays and he plays it well, I mm -hmm. think Chris Paul's one of those dudes. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good question, DB. Um, but you know, I mean, hopefully they can help him out with the, with the with the rock with the matchup against the Warriors this year. But last one, Blazers or Nuggets, the other semifinal in the Western Conference. Um, I'm gonna. I'm going to go Blazers just because of the experience. The Nuggets are so young, even though Jokic is probably what the best player on the floor in that series. Maybe if not, are you kidding me? Yeah, the young, the best young player. Excuse me, you know. Oh, um, oh yeah. Check, check yourself. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, it's Dame Lillard. It is Dame Lillard. But so I'm going to go Blazers because of Dame Lillard. Obed, Blazers, Nuggets. Who you got quickly? Blazers, uh, but the Nuggets are very like they're, they look. They're looking like a good team that can come out of nowhere and start challenging in the West. Yeah. That's good. Uh, yeah, DB, Blazers, Nuggets. Blazers, Nuggets have to go through the process of uh, going through the path of becoming a champion, taking some losses. Yeah, know? absolutely. Anyway, let's move on to the NFL. We got a lot Here of – Here we go. So Here we go. Yeah, that's first topic on the agenda on the NFL. Uh, your boy, uh, Tyreek Hill, receiver from the – I don't know whose boy that is. That's <laughs> not that's I don't know him. That's he went not to my a man. Work, that was it. I don't mess with him no more. Uh, nah, nah, I don't know that dude. I'll, I'll pass him on the street. I'll keep it, keep it moving. Um, yo, he's getting a little some, some hot water here, possibly facing some child abuse charges um, for his three-year-old son. There was an audio tape that got well. First, let me back up. He was he was being investigated for child abuse charges. The DA allegedly say allegedly, sir, allegedly just so you yes. don't get sued. Yes, allegedly being uh, for allegedly abusing his child. We live in a litigious yeah. society, man. Don't get it. Yes. Don't get it. They, they dropped allegedly. The they dropped the case. Now the DA is reviewing the case again mm -hmm. uh, because now some audio recently came out the other day. We do a conversation with him, with Hill and his fiance talking about him, how he abuses their son. Talking about mm -hmm. how he broke his chest, he broke his arm. I mean, this is the mm -hmm. same guy who pleaded guilty to a domestic assault or slash battery in 2015 before he was in the league. Uh, this is not a good look at all. I mean, yeah. mm -hmm. that, let's, okay, let's, let's forget the NFL side of it. From a mm -hmm. legal point, do you think something will happen to him from a legality standpoint? Who are you asking? And, and well, Ben, jump in here if you want. Mm, I mean, I, I'm going to go on a roll on this one. Go ahead. <laughs> let, me, let me start out. I'll let you take the floor. Uh, so I think from legality point and, and just like, whoo, this is not good. This is not good at all. And I think something good happened to him if they can prove that, you know, <clears throat> there's, that there's enough smoke here to say that there was a fire here, right? Um, the 2015 uh, issue is not a good precedence for now you three, four years later uh, are in the in the hot water again. It's not good. Something could happen. But it's uh, that's, again, litigious society based on what the lawyers can prove, what they think actually happened. Uh, but it's a black smear enough that it could make, impact the way that he uh, is employed by the NFL. Yeah. Um, DB, floor is yours, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Uh, and you know what? You can go back and record, go back to a previous recording that I was on the show with you, and I made this point. 
the NFL put themselves in a bad position when they started getting into these kind of situations. Now, I will say this, and Sherman, me and you went back and forth with the Penn State stuff. When it comes to children, there's no gray area. Absolutely. When he came into the league, they knew what he was about in terms, I guess, of his temper. And to be honest, if he's not cut by Monday, the NFL has a true, true problem on their hands. And then you have to ask the bigger question. Hold on. You have to ask a bigger question, and maybe this is bigger than this platform to speak about because we're dealing with human beings and, like I said, children. Where is the adult in the room? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, if, 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 if I'm sitting here recording this guy saying that he's beating my child, mm-hmm. why isn't that tape automatically the next day not turned into the police? Right, right. Where is his, why is his fiance not going to the authorities herself? Uh, the, the, first, the first thing we need to deal with is the issue of the, the child. We've got to make sure he's in the best hands. And that kind of seems where the situation's at. You know, the kid's probably not in the best situation, allegedly. But we know what it is. He needs to be cut. I don't want to see anybody lose their job. But at the same time, you can't put your hands on children like this. Absolutely. I mean, so I think we all can probably agree that we probably expect him to be suspended in some degree. No, he needs to be out of the league. But here's the thing. I mean, I think I, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised if they did that. But realistically... You but, have to. He came into the league and he hit his no, wife who no, was no, pregnant. And then now, how are you going to extend his contract, Sherman? Do you feel comfortable giving him any kind of money right now? No, if you're the Chiefs, no. I mean, that's why you know they're 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 they've actually barred him for all activities from the facility. I they, understand that, but it shouldn't even be about the Chiefs. It should be the NFL. The mm-hmm. NFL put themselves out there and putting themselves on this moral compass of what's right and what's wrong. I even think I think Kraft should be suspended for the whole year, but you know, with with something like this, we're dealing with with, with children, and he's coming with the pattern of this being his behavior. So how could you extend his contract? It's a bad PR stint. It's it's bad for business. He's gonna get cut. And the no. Chiefs are just having some bad luck with their guys. I mean, at first it was right, all bad. I mean, I, I, what is the deal with in Kansas City? I mean, I'm not sure. You know, following them having the hunt release. Uh, up to the, you know, again, the same issue that we're kind of dealing with here, not with kids, but with battery. Uh, now, possibly what, what DB's talking about, we need to go ahead and release him. You know, it's not, it, it might be just a coincidence that Patrick Mahomes is on the cover of Madden. You know, so now they've got to worry about overturn at, two, honestly, two key spots on their team that they, I don't think this is the Kansas City Chiefs that scored 50, that had a quarterback score 50 some, some plus touchdowns. Because they won't have Tyreek Hill there to. Yeah, but you know, know what? That doesn't matter. None of that matters. This is why this is a very sensitive issue. We want to make sure that the safety and well-being of this three-year-old child is the utmost well, important. I can care less about Tyreek Hill. You I can care less about Tyreek Hill returning they, kickoff. They were not suspending Josh Brown when he was getting mad random DUIs after random DUIs and beating his wife. They no, they said nothing when this kicker was out here wiling. But oh, now it's this Stop. guy. Has Reporting on stuff. See, this is why and that's why you can't talk about it because the the gray matter is ridiculous on this, right? So I have the only thing I know how to do is come at it from X's and O's, wins and losses. Because I tell you what, that should Ray Rice have got another opportunity? I don't know. His no. brand new wife did not want to press charges, and that is rightfully her. Yeah, her but but I mean Tyreek Hill was this close to a major payday, man. 
They this close to a major and payday. It, and I think it's still coming. And I think it's still coming. But Tyreek, I have no idea. Chiefs, He's not playing football. Ever He's again? Done. Ever again. Mark my, mark my words. I think it's a stretch. I, no. I think he will play again. I, he may be suspended this season, but I think he will play again. He's too young. He's too young. To Look at the, the carousel of, of things we went through with Josh Gordon, right? And it wasn't but even Josh this Gordon's kind of stuff. stuff was, was just... self-inflicted. Nobody was hurting anybody else but himself. We're talking about a guy who was given a second chance before he came into the league off of what he has legally been documented in hitting his child uh, who wasn't even bored at that point in the stomach. I'm not trying to dump on him, but we're talking about facts. Okay. No, well, and, then, not, and then now. It's probably your delivery. That's the, the delivery is the, the problem. The of the NFL. Will the NFL really take that precedence here? Well, That's he's about to be the poster this. child of it. He's about he to be that guy. He does, but yeah. I just don't think it will happen. That's all. Uh, Sherman, you know what? You want to put a friendly wager on that? I think the reason why he didn't get cut, I think they didn't want to have one of the faces of the league cut during the NFL draft, and they wanted certain things to play out because they have to handle the uh, the league's uh, representation of the players as well. Through mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, but the, he, that's bad business, man. Children. Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel We're you. not talking about drugs. We're not talking about. Yeah. Talking about children, brother. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Let's let's move on. So we got still got a lot to cover here today. Um, speak also speaking of the Chiefs, they got from Seattle the all pro defensive and Frank Clark. They traded two picks away. They signed him to a five year, hundred five million dollar deal with sixty three and a half guaranteed. So the Chiefs looks like they're kind of bolstering that deep on that defensive side. But as we you know, obviously now the offense may be taking a hit, possibly with Hill being out. So, uh, you know, the Seahawks got a couple picks, as I said, for that. I mean, so let me just ask you this quick question, and we'll move on from the Chiefs. Can the Chiefs still be elite in the AFC with, with the troublesome on the offensive side that they're having, you know, and being, picking up that deep? Can they still be elite? No. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Obed, you're shaking your head no. Let me go to you. Why, why, why can the Chiefs not be elite? Because they just lost elite speed in one of their wide receivers. The literally almost fastest man in the NFL right now. Electrifying the kind of things that Tyreek Hill has done for them. They lost the rushing champion from two seasons ago, who I know has a ton left in the tank and wants to go out there and prove it. <clears throat> Every quarterback has that for that first or second year uh, sprint through the league where we have no idea what they're doing until ta- enough tape is seen. We figure out what he likes and then he's going to have problems. If they want to prove it, I, I, you know, you got to say the Patriots are going to be there. Um, I have to feel like if there's anyone moving up in the ranks of being uh, uh, in that elite spot, it could be the Browns. Maybe I'm crazy, but I feel like the Browns could come out here and do something that at least let's see it first. Let's see it first. Hey, let's they had a couple of games go certain ways this year. That hey, you know, Obed, you know my say. I think the Browns are winning that division. So you know, I already did that. I'm on that bandwagon, man. I'm on that bandwagon. Um, yeah, I just see it think, first. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Are they? Are they? Are they in the top? Uh, uh, eight teams that are going to go on to the playoffs, absolutely. Yo, just a season ago, they 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 won like two games collectively. <laughs> like, let's cut it out. Yo, and they, they won, and they were seven, eight, one last year. They could have arguably had been eight. <laughs> but that's one year, that's and true. I like Baker Mayfield. But come and on, they were the we last. We just they talked had, about the Rams. I said this the last time I was on there. They had a guy who was a baseball guy as their GM. The money ball worked. Yeah, and they won two games. And they won they two games. In, 
They brought in all the talent they, they need. Because, the because they were losing forever. Of course they right. get a, acquired so we're, talent. So we're talking about the Rams, right? The Rams have bad coaching with a bunch of starters. Then we're talking about the, the Jaguars having their blow up because the Jaguars is a team that's been stacking first and second round talent but not producing, right? Yeah, so but they don't have the quarterback, the Jaguars, as of right this moment. They, I mean, they have Foles now. They got Foles now. That they still ain't got a quarterback if they have Foles. Let me <laughs> stop there. Um, but I have a feeling that we are going to see the this version of the Browns do something. They look. I think they can be good, but I'm I'm not gonna sit here, man. They. No, they I don't think they're going. They I, I think they lose games, their first round playoffs. Man, one game. I think they lose in the first round of playoffs. I'm just saying they're Pittsburgh only- is still in that division, and so are the Ravens. Pittsburgh is about to be the sauce of the sauce this year. Wait, no, wait. they're not, no, man. No, no AB, no Bell, dude. We'll, we'll see. Anyway, let's let's, let's 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 keep on let's keep on what we're talking about here. Next up, your boy uh, QB Russell Wilson got the got the a brand new extension, four years, 140 million dollars, highest paid player in the NFL. Quick, yes or no? Does he deserve it? Yeah, Dave, yes or no? Does he deserve to be a high paid player? No, I mean, that's all timing when you sign your contract. I mean, he's definitely worthy of being top five. He's top five player in the league, and he's very important to that organization. So he's worth, he's well worth the money. Oh, bet. Does he deserve that kind of money? No, he's oh, getting more than Aaron Rodgers now. Remember that. I, I think that the market has dictated what he deserves. Is he deserved of a lot of money? He's deserved of a lot of money. To be the highest paid player in the NFL, that doesn't mean he's the best player in the NFL. You know, it's just when these contracts are signed, like you were saying, it's a, it's a timing thing. Does he deserve to be paid? He deserve to be paid well? Absolutely. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you there. And also with the Seahawks, some other news that the receiver Doug Baldwin might be done with his NFL career. He's had a couple surgeries in this offseason, on one on his shoulder, one on his groin. Can, can Wilson be elite without Doug Baldwin there, Obed? I don't think so because – so Russell Wilson didn't take a whole lot of throws or didn't attempt a whole lot of throws at, through the entirety of his career. Like he's not a 35-plus throw guy a game. <clears throat> but if those 25 throws that he does a game are these high percentage throws to a fantastic wide receiver who will get in the end zone most of the time or bombs over the top to a uh, Tyler Lockett-type character with, who outruns everyone or Ricardo Lockett before then, I think he can be. They just need to keep the pieces around him. It's hard to replace what, what Doug Baldwin has brought, and that's one of those players that, like, you never really thought a lot about Doug Baldwin, but you look back at what he was able to accomplish year in and year out, and he looked like a damn good player. Um, I, I don't think – Russ is going to need help. They, they're going to see that very easily. But they're moving more to a, a run-first offense, and maybe that helps them too, right? The one pass we do make is a high-percentage one after we've run all the time. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I still think Baldwin can still play, mm-hmm. but if he's out – I think it's gonna hurt Wilson's um, numbers definitely a lot. I don't know. I don't know. DB, what do you think? Without without Baldwin, can Wilson be a top tier quarterback? Absolutely. Yeah. If you're a top tier quarterback, you're a top tier quarterback. You know, as uh, me and Obey had a nice, lovely back and forth about Big Ben. You know, uh, <laughs> if you're a top tier quarterback, no, figure a way to Big Ben is a first ballot Hall of Famer. And I disagree he, entirely with that. But he, he will continue. And actually, Pittsburgh had one of the better drafts uh, this year. We'll get into that later. But uh, yeah, not Russell Wilson is a an elite quarterback. He has a way of uh, making things happen, and yeah. uh, he will continue to do so. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I don't know if you guys also saw the Bills sign former Jags running back TJ Yeldon to a two-year contract. It's kind of wondering why they did that because they picked up Frank Gore 
They still have LaShawn McCoy. Kind of a crowded backfield in Buffalo. I mean, are the Bills really adding pieces to really truly support quarter Josh Allen or kind of just spinning their wheels? I don't really know what to take on them adding adding Yeldon because I think they need to, some other pieces. Dave, Obed, feel free to jump, jump in or whoever here. I'm not, not sure. No, what I mean, that's, a, that's, a, that, that, that's a, Buffalo is designed to build a – be a place where you need some running backs because it gets cold up there and you start to run. Frank Gore's older, you know, he's still he's he's also a first battle hall fan once he's done playing. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't hurt to add somebody like that at a, at a low cost. And not only that, their quarterback coming out, Josh Allen, he wasn't a guy who was known to throw the ball a ton. So they might be putting him in a position where he's not really uh, overextending himself and be in a situation where he's throwing the ball 40 times a game, which is probably not what he's meant to do. So, right, you know, right. The Bills are an enigma, man. That's your squad, one. And, uh, you know, they're, they're a hot mess. They don't know what they got going on up there. Man. Yeah, I think they're, they are kind of a mess. Um, moving on quickly. Obey, I, I, was, I like what the Bills did. I like what the Bills did just because they brought in uh, Devin Singletary, maybe to your point, Sherman, regarding the, uh, the, uh, uh, all the running backs that they brought in. Um, maybe they want to have enough people to help bring this player around, help uh, lead the, the, the charge of whoever's going to be there. Because I don't think – I think this might be the last year that we see uh, Shady McCoy up there. He cannot survive being run into the ground the way that we've seen. He's just been bra- he looks like he's breaking down. If anybody disagrees on what they've been seeing, I just see mm. him slowly withering uh, Shady McCoy for whatever games he's actually out there. Um, I, I, I actually like the Bills draft. Maybe we'll talk about that later. But, uh, no, yeah. you know, the, the, the Bills are, are trying. Yeah, um, your boy Josh Gordon. Uh, oh, I know, Obed, you that's your boy from the Patriots. He signed his restricted free agent 10 year. Do you think he'll ever play in the NFL again, though? I do. I think none of I don't think any of these things would be happening or being reported on if there wasn't a chance that he could come back, if something wasn't being worked behind the scene because none of this it's procedural, you do mm-hmm. it just to cover your bases, but they wouldn't even go to this length, you know, when he was uh, uh, suspended the first time around, right? You weren't hearing these blurts out just like, oh, he messed up, he's gone. Yeah. Um, oh, well, let me ask you, Dave, is he worth the headache? Josh Gordon at this point, no. He's been – and I like him as a talent, you know. A lot of the problems that he's, you know, put on himself are, like I said, self-inflicted. Uh, it's a low risk, you know, but you know that, you know, he's probably – if you bring him on, you know – you. He'll bowl out for the first eight or nine games, and then you're going to have this breaking news or him going on Twitter saying he's going to a rehab program, you know? So you're going to have to deal with that at that that point. You know, you want to hope that he just gets better, you know? And it's not the NFL's responsibility to make sure that his life is in order. He has to go there and do a job. So, But is he worth it? Yeah, I mean, depending on the team. But if he can't get it right with the Patriots, who is he going to get it right with? Right, yeah, he, I think he just needs to get it right with someplace. Um, anyhow, anywho, um, moving on, also running back, Sean Lynch is going to uh, gonna retire once again. Quickly, give it up for him. Is he, is he a Hall of Famer, yes or no, Abed? I don't think so. I was looking at some, some uh, uh, this article that I found that kind of broke down the other players around the work that he's done and where they would rank. Because those individuals are also not in the Hall of Fame. He's like... Uh, so rushing yards, he's got the 16th most yards uh, out of people who are not in the Hall of Fame. Frank Gore's sitting at 14,026. Between Frank Gore and Marshawn Lynch is 14 other people. Marshawn Lynch has 10,000 at the time. Um, he's a fantastic player. I mean, you know, we, you look back at his career. If he had, 
him leaving Buffalo was the best thing for him and probably the worst thing for Buffalo. You know, mine, Fred Jackson did give them a lot of great years. CJ Spillers gave them what they could, but you know, they would have been in if they had, if they uh, could have kept uh, Marshawn Lynch. I, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. I look at the list of some of the other players on this list that, that aren't in the Hall of Fame uh, yet. AP, Edger, and James. Uh, Fred Taylor, Steven Jackson. Steven Jackson, probably. I don't think he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. No, I don't think he's going to the Hall of Fame. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't think he's going to the Hall of Fame. I wouldn't. Marshawn uh, is – I think he will get in. Um, I don't think he's a first ballot, but I think he will eventually get in. I mean, he's in, he was a, you know, a ter- terrific player. You know, he has a Super Bowl. He was one yard away from getting another Super Bowl victory. Yeah. Should have had two. He was, he was snubbed two. away from it. He was. He should have he got the rock. Let's, let's be honest here. They should have – the Seahawks should have two. So he should have two rings. Um, but, you know, I, I – I say he's a Hall of Famer. I don't. I, I he may be third, sec, second or third ballot, but I think he. I think he will get into Hall of Fame. Um, quickly, let's move on. So I know we got still got more to cover here. Talked about. I know your your favorite quarterback guy is Big Ben. Uh, he mm-hmm. gets into he gets into two year extension. <laughs> uh, he's going to be playing through the Steelers through 2021. He gets a 37 and a half million dollar signing bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, he got a 30 million injury guarantee. Um, now, I mean, can he really play for a, be at an elite or a high level for the next three years, or, or and and or do the Steelers need to look at drafting or signing a successor right now, Dave? I'll, I'll start with you, Dave, because I know you're. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about here, man? Listen, he had a good year last year, and despite everything that was going on around him, man. And they have Juju. They got another guy, Snell, that I actually really do like. Um, and they, 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 they just, listen, man, they're in good hands. He can play at a very high level for the next two, three years tops. And, you know, when you're talking about guys at that age, Sherman, obviously you're going to have to start looking down the line. But for where he's at from a productivity standpoint, it does not make sense to do what the Giants did like the other day and get a guy at number six when there's so many other needs that you have. Mm-hmm. It's just Helen Keller can see that, you know. So, <laughs> oh my, yeah. He's worth the money. He's, he's withstanded the test of time. And he's worth the money, man. No, no, no player in college is better than him coming out right now. So. Right, right, right. I mean, Obed, can you see him playing at a high level for the next three years? I can see him playing at a high level for the next two years, and if he doesn't, he'll just blame the other players that he's playing with. It's their fault that, Ooh. you know, they weren't there. They needed wow. to be there. They, they, weren't, they didn't run the right route. The best was Steve. Shade is coming in thick, I see. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, I mean, listen, the the, uh, the GM of the team came out and was just like, no, this he is the, oh, excuse me, uh, Art Rooney's son came out as the president of the team, came out and said, this is his team. If anybody says you got to do things a certain way, that we trust that that he's that guy. Make sure they know. He's earned they, it. They, they, he, uh, he's the last guy there from what time of yesteryear when they had much more success than they've had of late. Okay, he's the last one with a ring there that can say anything to anybody in that locker room. But I don't think he's the hardest working in that locker room over the last three years. This was the he had 34 touchdowns this year, which is the max he's ever had in his career. You're telling me the max touchdowns you ever thrown in a season? Obed, 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 Obed. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. 
<laughs> we're still I, I can't we I can't, can't you're, you're, you're grasping at <laughs> you are grasping at yo he's uh, going through a you, tunnel you are tunnel. grasping hello? at hello bro. are you there alright if you, if you do not think Big Ben is a first ballot Hall of Famer you might want to rethink doing these kind of fucking eye <laughs> part of my language you might want to I want to look at a so different career. So mad about it! Oh my god! It's not about being mad about it. We are alive. We are not faking. This is not for the cameras, people. This is real life right now. Oh my god! It's so mad, yo. But I'm sorry, Obed. I'm gonna agree with, again. Agree with me. It's just hell of a favor, yo. Dude, you. I don't know what kind of. To be honest, out of all those three, out of all those three, out of all those three, he's the first guy going in. Absolutely, he is. He is. Uh, before Eli, Philip in there before. Yeah, before Eli. You can't. Eli, before Eli, through his nose when he got to college. This show might need to be on probation for a month before Eli. I, the only reason Eli is going to be in the Hall of Fame is because of the two Super Bowls, if nothing less. What else has he done, numbers-wise, across the board, that you're going to look at Eli and be like, I would rather have Eli versus what Ben Roethlisberger gave me. Well, Sometimes, honestly, without the Super Bowls versus what I got from uh, Philip Rivers with nothing behind You don't him. want to take away it's, – it's, it's very similar to, like, Lori Lachlan's kids. They were probably straight-A students. Their parents probably didn't need to pay them to go to that school <laughs> – but their last name, what it was, their pedigree, what it was. And mm. that, it, listen, we all know Peyton uh, is the gold standard of quarterbacks, and we all know that that's Eli benefited from that. Disagree. Disagree. There's a dude in New England. He is fire. Let me, the next time we get a conversation, here, here we go. A conversation. Here we go. We are going to. Now, that's, go a more, that, that's a more balanced conversation. We'll, than we'll, the we'll go hit a winery. Peyton you and Manning, I want to hang out and share Peyton some Manning, wine and talk about how Peyton good Tom Brady Peyton Manning is the best quarterback to ever play. <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you. I mean, I, just from a football IQ wise, just, just, just from Peyton's the position, the just from the Peyton's position. I, and you say IQ, position. and then he was one and done in the playoffs. How many years? They were telegraphing what he was about to do. He was throwing. Oh picks yeah, but I, I, I understand. Throwing pick that, sixes you know to the what? Steelers, teams that he, the Patriots waxed and then went on to the Super Bowl. As he I, was as I, by the I, Bengals I, and getting bounced. As I. We can only go body of work, and I've seen Tom Brady not once but twice be out for one almost a full season. They go 11-5, and five. and then the year that he's suspended for the first four games, they have two different quarterbacks that are able to keep the ship afloat, and they're able to go and win the Super Bowl that year. Okay, system. Uh, the first year, yes. Okay, now it's not so much system. You got to get no, no, the Bulls couldn't win. The Bulls couldn't win a championship without Jordan. They made it to the playoffs without Jordan. I get it. I get it. But, 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 but when Peyton Manning was off that squad, it wasn't duck. It wasn't painful. They, they were just hard. They weren't that bad. It was a no, suck. Yes, for they luck were. Year. They were. Yes, they were. And eleven and five when luck no, came. No, in. no, no, no. They were terrible, they bro. Team, it dude. just made it just it just highlights the point we're trying to make is that Peyton was. The that reason guy. why, for 13, 14 years, that team was always oh, respectable. I, how many Hall of Famers did he play with on his offense? Man? Not as many as Tom Brady. Not as many as Tom Brady. That's that's a lie. That is a flat out lie. Jeff Saturday is a Hall of Famer. He's about to yeah. have uh, Ed, Adrian James, uh, uh, 
uh, Reggie Wayne, Reggie Wayne, Marvin yeah. Harrison. He's not there uh, yet. One of the tight ends, I'm sure, is going to go into the Hall of Fame with him. No, they're not. And then Edron James is not going to the Hall of Fame. Edron James may get in down the line, but not. So then he had a Hall of Fame behind him and a Hall of Famer in front of him. Tom Brady played with about darn near ten or twelve Hall of Fame. Tom Brady played with about ten or twelve Hall of Fame. Who? Who are you talking about? Ten or twelve? Randy Moss for one. Randy Moss for one. Richard Seymour. Richard Seymour. Ty Law. Ty Law, Richard Seymour, Darrell Williams will be in. Gronkowski Gronkowski will be in. Okay, Rob Gronkowski. Okay, Rob Light, the tackle, will will be in at one point. That light? Get out of here. My light was undersized at best. It's not about the size. His body of work. He's been a multiple pro bowler. He will be in there at some point. Gronkowski will be in there at some point. Um, if you want to argue, maybe down the line, not a first ballot guy at so all. Edelman. Wes Welker. Well, he could be. I think Edelman, Edelman, Edelman could get theirs at some point, too. If he wasn't pushing people's wigs back, Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> whoa, whoa, wow. Wow. One, that was his profession was pushing wigs back. So I don't think we could stop it. A, a painter paints a shoe. A cobbler makes shoes. You know what it is. Uh, no, that, but, but 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 let's not poo poo and, all, and talk about. He's not a Hall of Famer. What are you talking no, about? No, no, no. If he would have kept on going the way he was going, this is what we're talking about right now. I just told you that there are four gold standard guys that surrounded this man, Eli, that Peyton Manning. That gave that that was Peyton Manning's blanket of players that he played with for the majority of his career are all Hall of Famers. At all of the times that we looked at Peyton, we were like, damn, Peyton's good as shit. All of those guys were there. Excuse my French. We can't say that about Tom Brady. Yes, Edelman was there for some of it. Edelman was there after he had already won three. Uh, uh, Gronkowski was there after he had already won three. He'd already proven that that was the level that he performed at and then went on his tear through 2007 with the 50 touchdowns. Those guys weren't there on those teams. You know, I mean, I'm just, I'm just telling you, everybody is so excited on Peyton. You need to go find the cold hard football facts that Coors did at the time. Between um, right now, Peyton Manning still has thought. Right now, during the regular season, Peyton Manning still has more passing yards and touchdowns than Tom Brady. Great, he lit it up. He, he's, to me, he reminds me of Jim Kelly. Peyton Manning reminds oh, me of Jim Kelly, putting up all oh, these Lord. points, playing a, uh, playing I'm, eight. I'm not eight. even gonna say. I'm not even. I'm not even. Jim Kelly's my man's. Yeah. And Jim, yo, come on. And I'm out here. We just keep him moving. What did, what did they tell offense players to do? They told him to sit down. And when he starts doing the hurry-up offense, sit down. And they used to get, they used to boo because they knew what Peyton wanted to do. He wanted to get you on the hurry-up and just put points up left and right. That's, that's we smart. Why, not? Why are we in this right now? See, this is just, let, 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 anyway, we can, I think we can go on about this topic for days. Let's just talk about the draft really quick, and then we'll move no. on our day. America, the debate is coming. We're going to have a debate on this. Yes. This is going to be we'll, a special primetime we'll event. It will be a debate. <laughs> Peyton, Pey- Peyton's is just the gold standard, man, period. Here we are. All right. Let's leave it there. Let's talk about the Gold draft shower, real quick. Um, let's, of course, we know the big names that were drafted. Of course, number one, Kyler Murray, quarterback out of Oklahoma. Um, number two, defensive end, Nick Saban. I mean, excuse me, Nick Bosa. Nick Saban, excuse me. Nick Bosa went to the Niners. Dave, I think you mentioned it a little bit before. At number six, the Giants went with quarterback Daniel Jones out of Duke, surprising some folks. Why did they not draft Dwayne Haskins out of Ohio State? I don't know. He was – he is – I think he was the best quarterback in the draft. You know, I still think That's debatable. Is. That's debatable. And like I said, we can go back to the tape of the uh, last episode that I was on. 
There is not one of these 32 teams walking out of their war room and draft room saying, you know what, we had a shitty draft today. You know, everybody <laughs> thinks they've won, you yeah. know? And it's one of those things where um, I think the, it would make sense if they got a quarterback, if they still had Odell. You have to question some of the moves that their team is making. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't really know. Should have took Sam Darnold. You should have took Sam Darnold. You don't take. Well, no. That, well, we can't talk about what they had last year. We can only talk about what they could have done the other day, and we can't even even say that. But they they were better off trading down, getting you know some more help on the, either the offensive line because if you're going to you know be with Eli another year, you got to protect them. Absolutely. And then even if you wanted to do, I think what they should have done was drafted a D end and an offensive tackle. And so that next year, when you have a chance to get Tua or Lawrence, because you're going to be bad, you do it. True, true. I mean, I, I just don't get it. I, I, I thought for sure they were going to draft Haskins. But, I mean, um, the, the he other played one was, year, though, Sherman. He played, yeah. he played he had, one look, year. He doesn't have the body of work. But who is Daniel Jones, right? Dwayne Haskins doesn't have the body of work. But who is Daniel Jones? I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that either. I can see why a team – in a system like Ohio State, because um, it's, it's, it's not the same system as like a Texas Tech, but you're not asking the quarterback in Ohio State system to do a lot in terms of reads and checkdowns. It's a very quarterback-friendly system in terms of progressions. Sounds, so like, sounds when, like what Eli has lived up to his entire career at the Giants. With no, the, when but, your first check is Odell, your second check is I'm Evan not, Ingram, your third I'm not check. Saying, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. The, prob- the thing is, that no matter what quarterback you're, gonna bring, you're bringing in, especially if you're a top 10, top 5 pick, you better bring in the system that the quarterback's comfortable with. Right, right. I think that's what the Cardinals did with Kyler Murray. They knew he could play in that system with Cliff uh, Kingsbury. I get that, and and and, then, and that remains to be seen, you know, with him. And you know what, he may do very well because there's not a lot of film on him with this system right now. Yeah, um, but I, but... I will give one credit to the Giants drafting Dexter Lawrence at at number seventeen, the D tackle from Clemson. Mm-hmm. I think he is a straight up monster. So they did yeah. bolster that defensive line with him. At to, to DB's point, they should have probably went off O line to protect Manning. They're gonna have him there for another year to you protect know? to protect the any quarterback they bring. They have that this kid they got last year. They have um, uh, Nate Solder. Those guys need to figure it out. That line needs to figure it out. Yeah, they should have yeah. gotten rid of Odell. Yeah, they, well, we know that they should. Well, they don't have. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> the other surprise to me was DK Metcalf. The receiver out of almost slipping down to the bottom of the he was the last pick in the second mm-hmm. round. There was mm-hmm. what I think six other receivers drafted before him in the His second round. His teammate was drafted before him. That so I I mean, was he just overhyped or yes. what? I don't get it. Yeah, yes. he's just a big guy. He's, a, he's, a John he's, a, Ross. he's the I John Ross. I think they should get rid of the combine. Really? Yes. Why is that? Why is that? Why do you say that? Sherman. Because Sherman. Anybody, you know, who's a decent athlete could go to a training facility for three weeks and shave a few, you know, points off their 40. Like, you got to look at people's body of work of film. Mm -hmm. These guys have two and a half, three years, some four years of film to look at. I'm not going to get all hyped up of a guy who, you know, is a physical freak like this guy. Matter of fact, Tom Brady had, I think, a better cone uh, shuttle drill than this guy did. He doesn't have a lot of good lateral quickness. 
You know, so you got to be just a big guy. He's a big X type, Marv, uh, Michael Williams type that's out in the LA. Chargers. I mean, yeah, he's what six three, two twenty eight. You know, he's a big yeah, kid. but you know what? He he had injury issues. I, I want him to be successful. I want any all these guys. I'm not hating on him. But I mean, I yeah, understand he, why he wouldn't be picked as high. I mean, yeah, he didn't have great numbers because he was injury point. He only had what like five touchdowns last year at Ole Miss, and like less than he didn't even have like six hundred. So yards. what team? What team would use him as a first round draft pick and, and pay that kind of money for a guy yeah. that you can get the same kind of value for third, fourth, fifth round? Right, right. No, I get it. I just I was just shocked by it. I mean, some other notables, you know, picks I was kind of shocked by or some winners. I I think the I think the Raiders lost big time. You had three first round picks. I don't think they used him wildly. Everyone was I, – I couldn't believe they didn't draft Josh Allen, the linebacker out of Kentucky. They're still trying to replace Khalil Mack. They keep, Gruden keeps saying – Good luck a, with that. Need a, you need a – I know, right, I get it. But you need a rusher. You need a pass rusher. You need a pass rusher. You keep saying it. We don't have one. Well, you had one and you gave him away. You had to dra- You had the chance to draft one of the elite pass rushers in college football, and you didn't do it. Now, they got I, I get it. They got the um, D lineman out of Clemson. But I, I still think they should have went Josh Allen – he slipped down to the Jaguars. I don't know why the Raiders didn't do it. You know, I, I, they I was, may not I was... have think that he was a fit for with the system that they have. You can't get enamored with the player. That's what. See, that's the thing, Sherman. No, but I you think can't Josh... get enamored with the player. It has to be a fit for the I, system that you have. Let me say, I think Josh Allen has the great had the greatest ceiling out of all the D, the line, D linemen on the linebackers in this draft. I think he could probably be the best one out of this out of this group. As far as linebackers and D linemen go, that's why I was so I was just shocked by it that they went with that with his DN from from Clemson. Um, they like Clayton Farrell, I think it was. Yes, Clayton Farrell. Yeah, but uh-huh. he might have been better for the system. Like, don't forget when you're talking about linebackers, linebackers in the three four are are different than the four three, and that he might have offered a different skill set for the system that they were looking for that the other person didn't have. Josh Allen probably is a very good four three, you know, hand in the dirt. You know the end. Yeah, you know no, I, I, I get it. I I definitely get it. You know, but I mean, I, I just was just shocked by it. I think one of the winners of the draft to me, Obey, your Patriots. You know, they they drafted really well. You know, yeah, sure. um, a lot of big, the, big name schools. Yeah, they got the receiver to kill Harry. I don't know AZ State. The DN from Michigan um, was that uh, Chase Winovich. Yeah. Um, wow. they, and it looks like and they drafted a successor, a QB successor for Tom Brady. Um, a quarterback out of, out of Auburn. So I don't know. How do we know who the winners and the losers are of a draft and these guys haven't even played yet? So it's going to take about four years. Yeah. It's going to take about four years before you look back and be like, look at the look at the. The question I'm asking: How we say winners <laughs> and losers? Hey, we look. These guys didn't even get their equipment fitted yet, and we're sitting there saying <laughs> who, who are the winners and who are the losers. Do we do so, we think that the Giants are winners for taking Daniel Jones as the number six player off of the board? Not even the quarterback, first quarterback, or excuse me, second quarterback off the board. The I'm not saying I agree or disagree with him. It's just they felt that that was their guy, and you know what? Rather than gamble and maybe trade down and hope that you can get him. If they felt that that was their guy and it works, they, they look like winners. If not, they'll be picking. And you know what? You have to pick your quarterback until you find them. I'm not knocking Arizona for, you know, getting another quarterback if they didn't feel that Rosen was their guy. Rosen yeah. was from another administration, right? Rosen was somebody else's project, and he gave they gave him a year to rub everyone the wrong way and be Josh Rosen. And they I'll out. tell you right now, if the Giants are 0-17 or 0-16, 
uh, I'm sorry, 0 16, they'll be drafting another quarterback next year. I wonder how many of those games Eli actually played. I think Eli should just play. Just let, I think they're going to let Eli play out the season because they know it's going to be his last year. I think they let him play I think out. that's so stupid. If you're a top 10 pick, you have to play from day one. I think if you're a first-round draft pick, you should be playing from day one. Uh, it's hard to argue. But look at look at Aaron Rodgers. He sat the bench behind Brett Favre for four years. But look at him now. He's one of the I best mean, that's players. an anomaly. If you're, first and foremost, if you're the top 10 pick at the quarterback position, why not play the guy right away? You need to know if you, if you get it, you know, you got to know what you got, let man. Let him learn. He can, you tell me he, you can't learn from, from, from Eli Manning, a guy who has two Super Bowl rings? Not at, not at $20 million. I don't think million, not, smart, guys. I honestly not, don't not know at, what you think. Not at $20 million dollars a year. You're not going to, most starting quarterbacks are making well, upwards to $15 no, I, million I, dollars a year. I, I, You're not going to have $30, $40 million tied into a guy who, you know, guys who aren't even playing. Obed. That's not responsible. Obed, what were you saying? I, I don't I don't uh, particularly think Eli Manning is that smart to begin with. I've seen some of this, you know, uh, you know, this home video, not home video, uh, video behind the scenes of him and Peyton watching uh, film, game film, and just the, the the exchange between the two of them. Eli didn't strike me that he's pouring and brimming with this information that carries off into someone else, right? Like I I don't think that's you are you're gonna get whatever you can get out of Eli, and you better hope that you're bringing along somebody who can do all the things that are at. Yeah, I know I, I get it, but I still think that you know, I don't. I, it, it's it's like I said, you know, Dave is right. It's kind of too early to say who's winners and who's losers, but you I don't know. Think- we don't know. I mean, this dude, for all we know, you know, Eli can turn his ankle and then he could pull like a Baker Mayfield. Like, I listen, I wasn't a huge. I knew Baker Mayfield was a a decent athlete, decent. Nobody nobody thought he'd be like this, to where we go from a a, a, a year in year out epic failure of an organization to where now people have these guys thinking that they can win playoff games now. (laughs) Not even compete. We're talking about them, you know, getting past multiple rounds in the playoffs. No, I think they'll win one. To me, I don't don't think you want to see them in the wild card round. I wouldn't want to go to Cleveland in the wild card round and see the dog pan. I like them, though. Um, um, Guys, any other surprise picks that you guys saw that you guys liked or didn't like or just were just kind of shocked by at all? Oh, hold on one second, one second. I do actually have one. Uh, Beat really quick. The surprise pick was the Redskins with, with running back Bryce Love out of Stanford. I know Darius Geis is coming off that ACL injury, um, so they're not sure. I guess his status, but I was, I was, I, they may not, they may, they must not be confident in his recovery right now. To, to draft a running back last year, you know, was round. Now they got got another one here. I was kind of shocked by that one. Well, unless you have a stud like a Le'Veon Bell or like a Gurley, usually most of these teams in the NFL are two back leagues. You always need like a, a change of pace back, and it's worked. And it's been a model that's worked in the NFL. So no team, you know, just has one running back. And where you have to look at where they picked them. They picked them like in the, what, the fourth round, third round, fourth round? So you're not paying them a ton of money. Yeah. I, yeah. I, and you even know, the, uh, the what's it called, the Rams went and got a running back this year as well. So Yeah, because they may, may be something, the question maybe is what, what's up with Todd Gurley? Because he didn't yeah, play that well play? towards the end of the season, and why yes. would you draft a running back with all the needs that the Rams have? Because the Rams have needs, because they're going to have to pay Goff pretty soon, and mm-hmm. they're going to have to pay uh, you know some other people. Yeah. Um, I also like um, Cleveland's um, second-round pick. That was their first pick of the draft. They got Greedy, Greedy Williams out of LSU. Yeah, I, doesn't I, tackle. I, I, huh? Doesn't tackle. 
but I still like I mean, they can he can develop they can they can make they can make him a tackler, but you got hey can put him on one side. Sherman, you, you, you either are a tackler or you're not. <laughs> I like I, I will say I like the uh the Denver Broncos picking up the um was was that Noah Fant, I believe that they picked up so they have no uh, the tight end out of yeah, out of out of uh, out of Iowa. Missouri. Iowa. Yeah, yeah. I think oh, that's Locke. Yeah, Locke. yeah. They, they picked up Drew Locke out of Missouri, the quarterback. Right, right, right. As, as well. I'll tell so you right now, if Elway doesn't get it right with this quarterback, he needs to get fired. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Elway's done a terrible job with quarterbacks. But uh, a quarterback that I did like that was picked up, Baltimore Ravens, round six pick, number 197, Trace McSorley. Trace McSorley out of Penn They State. are building a run first base team. And I think if, if heaven help us, something happens. Where did Trace McSorley go? I'm sorry. Bo- to, to Baltimore. Went to Baltimore. He's they, they're going to, they're going to, I was going to say really quick, I'll, I'll let you go. They're going to utilize him like the Saints utilized Taysom Hill. He's going to play work. some offense. He's going to play. We play some special teams. You know, um, he's going to. No, that, 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 that guy from the Saints is a special athlete. Chase Masoli is, is not this level of athlete. Chase Masoli is an athlete, dude. He's, well, he's, we'll he's not he's this working. level of athlete. This guy, Hill, could be a tight end of the league. McSorley can, can develop. McSorley can develop. Obed. I think, I think McSorley could be an Edelman. I think McSorley. He can read a defense. He can know where the the soft spot in the zone is, right? Because he's reading it like a quarterback. I, that's the, the difference maker that I think. No, nah, man. Athlete. Not everybody he can make that transition, like man. That's a big transition if you've never played receiver before, man. You know who made it very well? David Sills out of West Virginia. He started at quarterback, transitioned to wide receiver. He actually went undrafted, but the Bills picked him up yesterday, actually. Um, yeah. So he's a guy. He's a, he's a he's a proven guy. He's he's definitely elite, can be an elite receiver. He went from three quarterback. No team wanted him at the QB spot. Now he's playing receiver. So. Think about Heinz Ward did it. Heinz Ward did it. Antoine Randall did it. Yep. It was that, that, that's a handful of guys. I'm not going to anticipate most quarterbacks who play quarterback in college to make that big time transition to being a major contributor. It's just a fact. Well, guys, that that was gonna, that's going to wrap up our show today. I know we went kind of longer than usual, but a lot of good things to talk about this week. I appreciate you guys being here. DB, glad to have you on once again. I'll bet yeah. good seeing you as always. Um, any guys, any last words for the people? PB? Um, no, I'm done. Just make sure my check is on point. I had to adjust the margins. That's well, all. you know what? Next time, get your audio right. Because I know, fans, I know you guys are watching. This audio is not the best right now, so we apologize. DB, next time, pay, next time, pay your bill properly, man. What's going on with that? I don't yeah, know. That Kazakhstan, that Kazakhstan radio. Yeah, yo, get get, get rid of that uh, that bootleg prepaid service you got there, man. Ooh, <laughs> wow. Oh, oh, man. Boost Mobile, where you at? <laughs> but I got a Puerto Rican Boost Mobile headset. Yeah. I know. <laughs> oh my god. With the boss card, you know, oh, the prepaid minutes on it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, bad. <laughs> oh, bad. Anything else for you, man? Anything else for you, oh, bad? Oh, man. I think it's already been said. I thank you very much for the time. I appreciate it. America, we love you. Absolutely, guys. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our channel. And also, if you haven't seen the Avengers movie, make sure you go see it. The ending is epic. I will not spoil anything for anyone here. Don't worry. No spoilers, but the ending is epic. I will say that. Thanks again for joining, guys. We appreciate you. See you guys next time. Peace. Take care.